0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Digest Productions podcast, episode one hundred and twenty-four. I'm your host, Josh, or J. Oscars special episode today, and that I'm the only person here. Uh, we've had some uh, issues with scheduling, which is why I'm recording this late. I'm recording this May thirty-first, the day before it comes out at seven thirty-five at night. Um, yeah, we had a. I mentioned it on the last uh, podcast episode with uh, with Klaus. Uh, my grandfather had been having some health issues, so. It was... Taking care of that, he's doing fine now. I I made some updates about that, and I appreciate the well wishes from everybody. Uh, but yeah, I was dealing with that, and it, it messed up my weekend schedule. And then I just wasn't because of the holiday, Memorial Day, wasn't able to schedule anyone to record. Uh, which not to not to blame anyone else. It's just how things worked out. Uh, but I wanted to get something put out here, and uh, yeah, so here we are. It's gonna be a shorter episode. I don't want. I know people don't want to sit here and listen to me uh for uh, an hour and a half or two hours like the, i forget the last episode was almost two hours if not a little bit longer i think and uh i know we cut some out um but yeah we uh we'll keep this one a little bit shorter 35 minutes maybe we'll see how things go Um uh, but yeah update on kind of where all of our content stands right now i kind of want to put that i haven't talked about this anymore really uh streaming wise i have not been streaming much at all lately uh it, it was like daily for a while uh, then we cut back to like weekends like Saturdays occasionally during the week I would stream weeknights uh, and then it was just Saturdays and uh, now it's just every few Saturdays uh, when I get to it I guess um, some of its scheduling issues a lot of it is just I don't know what to stream you know uh, we had a <laughs> this coming Saturday I was thinking of streaming Instead, I'd update the podcast recording schedule, so I don't think that's going to happen now. Um, but I was tempted to do one thing, which was record the podcast. We haven't done a live podcast recording in ages, so I might record the podcast while doing a stream. Uh, the only issue with that is, I, I don't know... The, the issue I have with that is we go through Zencast for, every, for uh, everything now, and I don't know... if. Using that while streaming is going to cause any bandwidth issues on my end because my internet is just a pile of shit at times here. Um, but we'll see what happens. If I can get that to work, that'd be that'd be kind of interesting. Uh, like I said, we haven't done a, a live podcast in ages, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, uploading to YouTube uh, basically has just been streams. You know, when I stream it on my, it gets uploaded to YouTube. I really do want to get back into that doing stuff. It just again. Uh, My schedule has just been a nightmare and it's unfortunate because I want to do more, not just gaming stuff, just uh, general content like video shorts, um, like live action shorts, things like that. Um, We had started with the I Do My Own Research podcast. And that took way more effort than anticipated for the format I was going for. These would have been like 20 minute episodes, not like an hour, an hour and a half like we record here. It would have been like 20 minute segments. And, uh, yeah, I've just, I've been, it's taking me way longer to get that done than I expected. Uh, I actually, I've made significant progress. I have like five or six episode, uh, episodes like, uh, written out cause they'd be more journalistic than this. Um, so I have the, the content or not the content, the, uh, information ready. Um, but I want to get the season done. I don't know how many episodes I want to do per season. That was part of the problem. I was going to do ten. Right, like, I think I have nine episodes done right now. I don't know how many I've written down. Uh, I think we're either eight or nine. Then I have three or four I'm working on. Uh, I'm doing them in order, Uh, writing them out. So I I don't know what I want to do. I had one of them, which was Gun Laws, kind of get turned up in the air because of some recent events. So I'm going to revisit that before I record it. So it's just taken a lot longer than I expected, which is really frustrated me to say the least um as for the podcast i'm getting more uh more guests lined up uh, for this show at least uh, obviously klaus has been on frequently lately which i'm happy about i enjoy having him on no uh no issues there always happy to have him on he's always very helpful when i reach out to him he says name the time and place and uh, he comes on which is amazing as far as guests go <laughs> uh kyle is still kind of up in the air as to when he's coming back but not putting any pressure on him uh he will be back at some point i'm sure uh he's just taking some time off to to deal with stuff and uh yeah just getting other guests scheduled i have like i said we have one for uh, this coming saturday for episode 125 we've got that lined up um it's it actually is a return guest again oddly enough uh it just didn't work out this past weekend like i said earlier Uh, But we've got that person coming back on. I won't spoil it yet, just in case things uh, fall through. (laughs) But uh, we've got that coming up. And then I'm in the process of lining up a number of uh, other guests. I'm I'm kind of changing up, not the format necessarily, but I'm getting on a different variety of guests. More, um, not political, but more journalistic style uh, guests, which is not always what we've done here. But I want to kind of get back to that. I, I really enjoyed... A lot of the uh, more inform- uh, informative episodes that we've had. We had Phil Arkenstall on, who was a uh, 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 producer, film producer. And that was super interesting. And I'd like to do something like that again. I might actually reach out to him, see what he's up to, see if we can get him back on. Because that, uh, that was a really cool episode. I really liked that. Um, stuff like that, just reaching out to, to different guests and, and seeing what's going on, seeing who we can get on. I'd kind of change things up a bit. I don't want to say we've gotten stale, but we've gotten stale. <laughs> the, the most recent guests we've had on have been have been great. That we had Wappy Flanker on live performances. Klaus is always a an entertaining show. Who else do we have on here? Kind of all runs together for me. Yeah, Klaus. There's that one? I oh, think. I guess that was Kyle there. Going back through my my books, it's been a while since we have like a uh, a newer guest on. Um, so I want to I want to do that, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. Tr- try and reach back out to some people. Also, uh, I found something new today, which I'm sure people have heard of. It's called Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E, which is like a they're trying to be the new YouTube. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work out for them. I'm wishing them the best. I'm going to try and create an account and uh, see how it goes. I I've, I know nothing about it. Uh, I just found it, like I said earlier today, and I haven't had a chance to really look into it. But uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I'm always looking to see where we can uh, kind of get in the, you know, early on some of these platforms, because we've definitely missed out on a lot of that sort of stuff like TikTok. We just missed the boat entirely on that. That came out and just shot to, uh, you know, like the most used app, and we watched it in real time and did nothing, which is uh, which is on me more than anyone. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. No, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Just kind of like in my own head here. Um. Anyway, some some current things going on. We've been I've been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial very closely. I mentioned it previously on the on the on the podcast, and uh, I've been following that pretty closely. And it's uh, it took a turn today a little bit. They went to jury deliberation Friday, and. Today, there's a couple of things. One, his team, Jai Depp's team, asked the judge to strike an inappropriate argument in uh, her team's closing statement, uh, which was uh, they asked jurors to consider... Her team asked jurors to consider sending a message that ruling against her would send... Oh, what is it? Oh, They asked them to consider the message that ruling against her would send to other domestic violence victims. And uh, his team is ruling that as inappropriate uh, because it's not the... I'm going to paraphrase now uh it's not the jurors uh job to send a message um so that was one of the things the other thing i'm going to swap back over to a different tab here uh the jury came back with a question and the question was is the title uh the statement or is the entire op-ed she tweeted the statement so what this was a reference to uh when she did her i don't they kept talking about it like it was a retweet I don't know that it was a retweet. I feel like she just took a link, put it into Twitter and tweeted out a link. I don't think it was a retweet like they kept bringing it up in court. I don't I don't think they understand how Twitter works, which is interesting. They kept referring to it as a, a retweet, but it wasn't a retweet but she was just tweeting out a link. Uh, but anyway, they, they asked if the title of the article that she tweeted out was the statement or if the entire op-ed, which was contained within that link, if that was the statement. Uh, The judge ruled that only the title was the statement. There was a video of them deliberating this. Uh, It was the judge and both Amber Heard's and Johnny Depp's teams were sitting there and uh, they were kind of hashing this out briefly. Uh, The judge ruled that only the title was the statement. Uh, People are believing that uh, if they are questioning finding instructions, then they may be ready to make a decision, which was obviously not true because they've gone back into, well, they took the, at 5 o'clock they left, uh, so they're going back tomorrow on the uh, June 1st. Uh, But some people are saying that if uh, they're asking this question, then they have gotten past the issue of republication. Um, So it's possible that they believe that she did republish this article. Therefore, it is her, quote unquote, like publishing uh, the article herself. So she would be the one saying the defamation, uh, as it were. Um, But yeah, who knows? I've been following that. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't everyone was hoping for a super quick uh, verdict. I don't know if we're going to get it tomorrow even. I'm sure we'll get it this week. I I have no doubt we'll get it this week. There's just not... I I just can't imagine how they would take any longer than this full week. If we got it tomorrow, I would not be surprised. Um, As in June 1st. Uh, If we didn't get it tomorrow either, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm interested to hear what happens, verdict-wise. Because it's... If they say that... Uh, she did abuse him and he didn't abuse her and he wins. People are going to say, oh man, you know, good for giant app. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh my God, the abuser gets away with it again. You know, it's, there's that out, you know, outcome. There's the outcome where both of them lose, which I believe is the most likely outcome for being honest. Um, you know, it's, there's a ton of evidence to support her abusing him. I think there, unfortunately the way things work is there's not enough evidence to prove he didn't abuse her, which is kinda of what he has to do, cause he has to prove that they were defamatory statements. And I don't think he can prove that he didn't abuse her. I don't I don't know. We'll see what happens. I I'm not a legal expert by any means, so I have I have no idea. I just I think it's he definitely has a drug and alcohol problem, which seems to be their argument. Not even that he abused her, it's just he abused drugs and alcohol so much, therefore he's an abuser, seems to be like the core crux of their argument because they kept bringing it up. Um, Obviously, they mentioned that he like he, you know, she testified that he did all this stuff, too, but they just really harped on that drugs and alcohol thing. Um, But yeah, we'll see. There's so there's that argument where they both lose, which I think is the most likely outcome. I think that's what a lot of people think is going to happen. And there's also the outcome where she wins and he loses, which I think is the least likely outcome just based on the amount of evidence of her like her on the audio that she recorded saying she hit him. Uh, The fact that she faked a number of the the photos can cast some doubts uh, as to the validity of a lot of things she says. Uh, The number of people that have come forward uh, outright disputing her like under testimony. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I don't find hard to believe, but if she wins and he loses, there's gonna be a lot of outrage over it. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I find that to be the least likely outcome, but not entirely impossible. But I, I, I find that almost as likely as him winning and her losing. If I find the, the outcome where one of them wins, I find to be just as, a, like, both of them as unlikely as the other. I find the idea that they both lose is probably the most likely. Just because it's just, they very clearly had a fucked up relationship where they were both toxic to be around at the time. Uh, based on what I've seen her more so than him. Uh which i d I don't know why this is a thing lately. People have come there have been so many articles. It's a lot of like the mainstream media, uh where it's just if you don't believe Amber Heard now is an imperfect witness, then abusers will never be able to come forward. And it's like she's not an imperfect victim. She's like an be she's an abuser. Like I don't know how how else to put it. It's it's like they act like if you don't take Amber Heard's side, you support abuse. And it's just that's just not accurate. There is so much like there's so much testimony. There's so much evidence to support that she's an abuser. I just don't understand this. Like, how can people support Johnny Depp? It's like because he was abused. It's I think it's incredibly obvious. I, I feel like a lot of these people writing these articles have not watched the trial. I, like, I don't know how you can watch the trial and come away thinking she's clearly an innocent victim. Like, it's just, it's nonsense. Uh, like I said, I think it was a very toxic relationship. And, I don't know, I think they both did shitty things. But at the same time, I think she is arguably, not even arguably, she's I think, very clearly the worst uh, in, uh, in this relationship based on the fact that she very clearly abused him. She's announced it herself on her own audio recording. And then the fact that she continuously lied about so many different things... Where, you know, oh, I didn't leak this information to TMZ. Well, you, you know, they testified that you did. It's obvious that you did because, you know, you. how would they know? You're the only one with that information to pass it on other than, other than your publicist. And they've already argued that, you know, if it's an employee of yours, you know, uh, then it's through you. They argue, When uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer made the statement, which is what her counterclaim is about, his lawyer works for him, therefore he speaks on behalf of Johnny Depp. So that same argument could be used. Amber Heard's uh, publicist works for her. Therefore, what she says is on behalf of Amber Heard. So Amber Heard and her team, I'm doing air quotes here, you know, leaked information to TMZ. She herself accidentally, in deposition, admitted that she leaked it to TMZ. I mean, it it's just, it's a whole shit show. The whole thing's a shit show. Nobody's going to win at the end of this, in the grand scheme of things, regardless of the actual verdict. I mean... Nobody actually wins. You know, money aside, it will be a mess. You know, there's going to be outrage no matter the result. If Johnny Depp wins, there's outrage. People will say, oh, he's an abuser. She's a victim. How can you do this? Uh, If she wins and he loses, basically the same thing. She's an abuser. He's a victim. How can you do this? Uh, If they both lose, people are going to be like, oh, my God, once again, the justice system has failed. The, The abuser gets off clean and the victim doesn't get anything. For whoever side you happen to be rooting for, I guess. And it's just a, a spectacle. It's a team spectacle at this point, almost. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I just, I have to imagine there's going to be outrage one way or another. And uh, Amber Turd will continue trending on on social media. And uh, she's not going to care for that. Which has been one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Is giant uh, Depp's lawyer saying Amber Turd like five times. The way he says it, he's like, Amber Turd heard and he's the emphasis on it is hilarious it's a juvenile hashtag for sure uh but just the way he, he says it is, is funny to me um the other thing obviously is the tmz guy clapping back at uh amber heard's lawyer when she said it was he was only there for the fame and uh to his credit to his point he's like i'm not here for anything he's like i'm talk, i'm speaking on behalf on you know about tmz they're a, litig- a litigious organization. I can't talk to Nate. They are a litigious organization, meaning they sue a lot. He's like, if anything, I could say the same for you, taking Amber Heard on-, on as a client. And she said that was argumentative. <laughs> Which is, uh, her team is a, uh, everything her and her team have done this entire trial has been a mess, like in the, the funniest way possible. Dried up team has looked very professional. They've looked organized, well thought out. Her team has looked sloppy. They've looked like confused. You know, they're searching for documents for like five minutes. It just, in the public eye, they've lost. Just based on how they've handled the whole thing, how the jury figures everything out, I I don't think lines up with public perception at all. I think they're going in, looking specifically at the evidence and that's it under the specific guidelines given to them by the court public perception will not have anything to do with the, the verdict and that's how you know cases should be honestly you know if, if the public got to decide what happens uh, it, it would have been over before any of the evidence was even presented uh, but like I said before too at the end of the day public perception is what's going to matter after the verdict comes out uh, I mean they are Overwhelmingly, at least in like the digital sphere, people have taken Johnny Depp's side. Whether or not that helps him get his career back on track, I have no idea. Whether that hurts her career, probably. You know, studios aren't going to cast her if they think they're going to lose a shit ton of money because people are going to boycott the film or not go see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that's that's where it is on the uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I don't think anyone really needs to hear any more about it or wants to at this point. I think a lot of people are invested in it, but even I'm just like, all right, let's get to the verdict and get this over with. It's going on for like six weeks, seven weeks now. It's, uh, you know, it's run its course as far as entertainment value goes. Uh, Another news, Stranger Things Season 4 uh, is out. The first seven episodes, they're doing two parts. first seven episodes are out now on Netflix, and they have two more episodes coming out July 1st, maybe. I don't know. It's on Google. If you typed it in and this is, well, I haven't done it lately, but, uh, if you go to Google, it'll say like July 1st, 2022 is when, uh, the final two episodes come out. That being said, it says episode six and seven come out July 1st. So those are already out. So clearly Google's wrong, but sometime in July, the final two episodes will come out of season four. And I guess they're doing one more season. Um, Nicole and Lindsay and I watched the first seven episodes. They're all longer, too. They're all over an hour, I think. Uh, I don't think there's any even below an hour. They're all like an hour and 15 minutes, roughly. The last one, like episode seven, I think was like maybe an hour and 40 minutes. I could be completely wrong on that. Uh, Don't quote me on that one, but they're pretty long. Uh, It's good. I guess that's a good thing. It doesn't... If they were to cut it down into like 40-minute episodes and do a longer season, I think it would have been a little bit more... Disconnected, like it just it wouldn't have ended at like correct points. If that makes sense. If you wouldn't right in the middle of a, a plot and It would have cut itself off, and that would have been uh, frustrating. But uh, I'm not going to spoil it since it's still relatively fresh. But it's it's okay. Uh, I've discussed this with her uh, a number of times, and uh, to me, Stranger Things is at the point where the writers don't seem to know where they're going with it. I guess, and I'm sure they have it. I'm sure they've thought it all out. But the biggest argument I made was they don't know how to balance the characters at this point. Season 1, you know, it's a fresh slate. Everyone's coming in at the same level of character development and they developed the main core, like the group of kids, they developed them all at the exact same pace. They developed, you know, the adults at the exact same pace, like a uh, Joyce and Hopper, Winona Ryder and uh, David Arbor. Uh he's the- Police chief She's one of the moms They developed all these characters At the exact same pace Season 2 comes out You know They introduce like New characters whatever Um, I'm trying to think Who's even in it But I know uh, Fuck Sam from Lord of the Rings I can't uh, Oh my god I can't think of his name Sean Astin They introduce him I believe in season 2 And uh, yeah, They bring in characters Like this but when, every time they do this in shows, I think, all right, new characters, these are the victims. They have to have someone to kill off because they will not kill off the main cast. That's basically what happens, right? And they, they slowly build up some of the main characters, you know, st- like uh, their storylines and whatnot, their character arcs. Season three, obviously, they uh, they they've branched away. And I have not watched this since it's come out these previous seasons, so I forget a lot of it. But they have like eleven go off and do her own thing with those other like superhero kids, which I I have to believe they were trying to do a spinoff of that episode and trying to make like like an X Men sort of storyline with Kit with those kids, uh, and it did not go over well. So they obviously canned that immediately. <laughs> but uh, they uh, they did that and she so they were developing her character a bit more, and then they had you know a couple of the the new kids come in. They had the I, oh, I can't remember these kids. And she's in, they're in the new season. They had Max, the like the redhead girl, and her brother. Uh, they, you know, they had them in there as like secondary characters, almost. Like especially her brother, she was kind of more of a main character. And then the the other high school girl that the Steve character, uh, you know, was, was getting into. They had, they had them in. I'm trying to think who else is in that season even, but they introduced them and they developed them a little bit. Will takes a little bit of a backseat, you know. Some of these main characters start taking more of a backseat, and then I'm going to spoil the end of the season three, which is where like Hopper gets, uh, he supposedly dies. Everyone knows he gets taken to Russia uh, in that at this point, point. and uh, or is it? Yeah, I think it's Russia. Yeah, I had to double think this. He's taken to Russia, you know. Joyce and the kids. Take, she takes 11 with them to California, and the other kids are left behind. And then season four, I'm rambling for so long now about this. Season four, you have, what is it, four main storylines? You've got, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a couple of the kids. You have a, a handful of the kids in Hawkins, the main, or the main place where the story takes place. You got that, their storyline, which deals with all the supernatural shit. You've got Mike and Will. Mike has traveled out to to California to see Eleven. So it's Mike, Will, and his brother and his brother's friend, who's this stoner guy. Uh, it's them and Eleven. Eleven gets uh, taken away at some point. I'll just say that. So it's so it's the kids and Hawkins, the Mike and Will and them. They have their so these are two separate storylines. You got Eleven doing her home storyline for basically the entire season. Then you got Joyce and Murray who's a kind of goofy, crazy guy, speaks Russian, uh, knows karate. I, I don't remember his storyline at all from the previous season. I'm so out of it. They're trying to save Hopper. That's their own story. So You got these four storylines, which are barely connected. And then so you have the, the kids in Hawkins dealing with the supernatural shit is like the A storyline. It's like storyline A, right? And that's the most interesting one by far, in my personal opinion. Then you've got the the B plot, which is 11, and what she's got going on. Try not to spoil anything. And that's also interesting, but it drags on after a while. It's like, okay, I fucking get it. It's I'm trying to think like when she gets to the, the point where we're at now, as of like episode 7. It might be four episodes of her just going through the motions and just basically f- trying to flesh out her backstory a little bit more. And it's somewhat interesting, but it just fucking drags. And it's it, the whole point of it is basically to build up the villain. Um, and like how she works into like all the supernatural shit. So you've got that, but then you got Mike and will who are just running around and they're not even in it that much, but their storyline, I'd say they're the D like the, the D plot. Cause <laughs> I, I don't even know. I guess they're a C plot. Cause at least they're tangibly related to what's going on with 11. Um, But they don't really do much. Their characters are not developed at all hardly. It's just Mike being a dick to Will who has nothing going on for himself. It's just Mike and Will arguing and being like, oh, man, we should remember when we were better friends? Also, we should help Eleven. That's basically their entire storyline for the most part. There's a couple other things going on, but their characters aren't really developed much at all. Eleven's is, like I said, her backstory is being developed. Um, And Then you have Joyce and uh, Murray and Hopper's storylines going on. Uh, and again that serves It doesn't develop their store, Their characters at all It's just them Doing something just to keep them busy While the main plot's going on And it's just like the only characters Who are moving forward really are The kids like Steve, Nancy, Dustin uh, I'm trying to think of the other kids over there Max Like they're, they're the only ones moving forward Like story arc wise for the most part and it's the most interesting plot line. But everyone else takes a back seat. So it's like you're wasting all this screen time on characters while not de- uh, not developing their characters. Not developing their story. Max has taken the front seat by far. You know, she's, they play into her backstory a bit. They, you know, dive into who she is as a character a little bit more. And uh, she's really, you know, on the forefront of the, the story a lot more so. Um, and... I think because of that because developing her character a lot more a lot of the other characters have taken a backseat developing 11's backstory a little bit more a lot of the characters have taken a backseat and 11 obviously is one of if not the most central character to the whole plot line of the entire show so it makes sense but i feel like they just while developing these storylines they don't know how to develop the other characters at an even rate to where they're interesting Cause I just don't care what's going on with like most of the characters outside of, you know, the main, the main kids at Hawkins and then 11 to an extent, everyone else. I just don't give a, Max and, or not Max, uh, Mike and Will, I do not give a fuck about their storyline at all. It is so uninteresting. And, uh, like I said, they, they cut back to them somewhat frequently, but not even that much. Like it's just, I just, I just don't fucking care what, what's, go, what's going on with them. It's just not interesting. And then with Hopper and Joyce and Murray, it's like, okay, I fucking get it. He's in a Russian prison. Let's move it along. They keep alluding, and they showed it at the in like the post credit scene of season three, where they have a demogorgon in this prison. And they, first of all, I think they used a different location in that post credit scene than they do in the the new season. I think they adjusted the set. But, which isn't a big deal but I I feel like I'm correct on that but uh yeah it it's just nothing the plot is just barely advanced with him and Joyce and Murray at all and yet they're involved in every single episode and it's just it's just so much dragging on of nothing uh just to keep those characters doing something while the interesting plot happens uh because the kids in Hawkins are the only ones really for the most part doing anything of value. Like, progressing the storyline, finding things out, like, actually, you know, advancing their knowledge on what's going on. I, I don't know. I just feel like the the writers have lost the plot at a certain point. But, I mean, it's it's entertaining, I guess, but I just, I wish they'd get on with it. I wish they'd get back to just, you know, the supernatural shit. I think that's why people got interested in it. People like the 80s references and the supernatural stuff. Uh, and again, the the villain is named after a Dungeons and Dragons character, which I don't hate. But at the same time, it's like, okay, why don't you come up with your own character name? That'd be kind of cool, right? But that's where we stand on uh, on Stranger Things. I mean, in- I mean, I'm interested in it. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's just, it is a point. I'm like, let's let's move along. Let's get to the the crux of the story here and. Let's move the pieces around a bit so they're not just stagnant the entire season. Uh, We also uh, have been playing Destiny 2, the Witch Queen. Got into that a bit. Been loving it. Been uh, powering through that quite a bit. Uh, Kyle was playing with me a couple times recently. I've been grinding the shit out of it. And I'm at like 1558 power level now, which is not that high compared to a lot of people. But when I get in, I play for like two hours, complete ton of bounties, get all my uh, prime engrams and shit, all my pinnacle gear. Been absolutely loving it. Uh, they released the season of the haunting, I think, is what it's called, last week. There was an update today that came out. Uh, I don't know what got updated, but they <laughs> they went through root. They went through scheduled maintenance right as I was about to finish up a quest to get pinnacle gear. And I hopped back in and it reset the quest progress. Didn't get my pinnacle gear. And now I'm gonna I I wanted to get it before the maintenance because then I'd be able to do it again for like the weekly reward and uh get the pinnacle gear twice. And I fucking missed it by probably like five minutes at most. I was so frustrated. Been playing that. Been playing Mario Tennis Aces, I think is what it's called. Uh it's the Mario Tennis game on Nintendo Switch, which is I'm I'm enjoying it a little bit. Uh, I hate playing adventure mode. I hate that like all of the uh, courts that you can play on are locked behind adventure progress. Uh, it's a little frustrating because I suck at it. I just I want to play. I just want games like if I'm playing a, a multiplayer game, I just want everything unlocked from the get go. Uh, and I, it's it's brutal. Some of the it's one of those games too where the difficulty it's like an artificial difficulty where there's like a power meter that builds up that allows you to slow down time so you can react quicker to shots or perform like special shots that are... You can do, you can choose where exactly they hit on the court and uh, they're hard to hit because they go super fast. So that that's based on a meter and the artificial difficulty comes in where the AI will get their meter filled up way quicker than you. Like I can fill mine once in a time... It takes that, like, they fill theirs up three times in a time it takes me to fill mine up once. It's incredibly frustrating because it puts you at such a disadvantage. Um, in particular, there's a, a court that takes place on the deck of a ship with a, a flag, not flag, a, a mast, like a sail for the sails that goes up right in the middle. And the AI will hit it off that post like 50% of the time, maybe, and it deflects your shot, their shot to like a random direction. And it is so frustrating because I'll like be reacting to their initial shot. It'll hit the post, bounce the opposite direction. I just get fucked over. <laughs> and it's uh, it was so difficult. I finally beat that particular level, uh, but it took me for, it took me like twenty minutes just to get through that one that one match. And it was awful. It was grueling. Cannot wait to get through the adventure mode so I can just enjoy the game in its, uh, in its entirety. Uh, playing multiplayer, we've been really enjoying like the Mario sports games. We've been playing the tennis. We played the golf a while ago. We played one game recently just to get back into it a little bit. Uh, Mario Strikers Battle League, I think is what it's called. It's the new soccer-related one. Uh, they put they put a demo out where you can do all of the like, tutorials and stuff, and I suck at that game too. But I'm super excited for that. That comes out the 10th? Yeah. yeah, June 10th it'll come out, I think. Super excited for that. Uh, I've been playing uh, EA Sports NBA Live 19, I think, it's a basketball game. Uh, I've just been getting really into sports games for some reason lately, just as a change of pace and more relaxing. Uh, obviously, I've been playing Destiny 2. but sports games are just—I don't know—it's super relaxing. Just sit back, do whatever. Just, I don't know, make a joke out of it, as opposed to sitting there just grinding my ass off in like a, an online shooter or something. So that's that's what we've been up to gaming wise. The only other, th- I know we're at 35 minutes. People are going to be like, oh, he said 35 minutes. The podcast is going on longer than he said. Yeah, yeah, whatever. One more thing. Uh, the Uvalde police, or yeah, Uvalde police. The Uvalde school shooting. Uh, what's going on with that? Uh At least, what was it? At least 19 students. And I think two adults were killed at this uh, school shooting uh last week. And uh It's a shit show. Every day more information comes out that just makes it worse and worse. Uh, It's like an 18-year-old kid. He went and bought, the day he turned 18, he went and bought, or maybe it was the day after. It was either the day on or the day after he turned 18, went and bought two AR-15s. And one of the key ways he got these was through a buy now, pay later thing, program, where he's able to go in and pick up the guns without having to pay for them. So he didn't even have the money to pay for these, but he's able to get them. And uh, so he has them, goes and he's going to go. He, he shoots his grandmother over a dispute because she was going to turn his cell phone off. Uh, so he shot her, went to go. He texts his friend, he's going to go shoot up a school. And uh, his friend doesn't react to it, I guess. And he, he saw it later on the news that what happened. And he, then he checked his messages and saw that his friend sent him this. Um, but his friend, he says to his friend, he's going to go shoot up this school. On his way there, he gets intercepted by, I think, two, like, police officers. They engage in in a shootout with him, and he escapes, and they kind of, like, they retreat. They let him go, because they're afraid. Uh, I guess they notified, they called for backup or whatever. Other officers arrive at the school. They run in, save their own children. They don't engage the shooter, and they run back out, and then they all proceed to stand around outside... While the guy is just in the school shooting the place up, um, they don't let parents, other parents, go in to save their children. Other parents try to get in. They handcuff them. They put them on the ground. They threaten to tase them. Uh, they do everything but stop the shooting. And uh, it's just a fucking shit show. Eventually, border patrol shows up. They take the shooter out. One of the border patrol agents gets shot in the head, like on the, the very top of his head. Uh, you can, they, he showed a picture where his hat is like, you can see where the bullet passed through his hat. He's got a little mark on his, on the top of his head where he, I think he has stitches. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, but he's, he takes some sort of injury to the head from a bullet. Uh, they end up, uh, killing the shooter. Uh, but again, like 19, at least 19 kids are dead. At least two adults are dead. And one of them was the, the teacher. I don't know if the, I don't know if they count. I, I saw 19 children, two adults. I don't know if. Both the adults are considered uh, the teachers or if one of the adults is like that. The shooter is considered one of the adults. I'm not sure. I know at least one teacher died. Uh, I think her husband is his, he experienced so much grief that he had a heart attack and died. It's just a horrible situation. Um, it's just a shit show. But yeah, everything that keeps coming out about the the cops involved is Horrific. You know, they, every time a shooting happens, they say, oh, you know, good guy with a gun could have prevented this. But it's like the good guys with guns literally let this happen. They stood around like fucking cowards and let it happen. It's it's beyond embarrassing. It's it's so fucking pathetic. And uh, the fact that people are defending them is bizarre. It, it, it is unbelievably bizarre. It's like they've, this is their job. This is what, I, I know they didn't sign up to stop school shootings. I get that. They just signed up because they were interested in whatever they were interested in with regards to police work. But it is their job. Like, they signed up to be a police officer. It is their job to stop this from happening. And they were such fucking cowards, they couldn't even intervene. They saved their own children and left the shooter in there to kill all their kids. It is beyond fucking cowardice. And uh, it's just, it's such a shit show. And then I was reading earlier today... Uh, the Uvalde police and the school district are no longer cooperating with the probe of the shooting. So that, I mean, it's like, oh, shit, we, we're definitely complete pieces of shit. We better not cooperate with this investigation because it'll prove just how pathetic we are. It's just it's terrible. And then immediately, of course, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, bring up the gun control issue, which is like, OK, whatever. I, yeah I, I don't know where to stand on that. Obviously, I want. Some form of gun control. The fact that this kid could go in, get guns immediately, not have to even pay for them is fucking ridiculous. Um, I mean, I guess he passed the background check, even though he was under investigation previously for, I think, torturing animals uh, or something. I, I don't know enough about this background, so don't, don't quote me on any of that. But they, they bring up the gun control issue. Rightfully so. This is the only country where this happens. Something needs to be done very obviously. Um, The downside on all this is immediately after a shooting happens, you know, you got people like Ted Cruz, uh, you know, Governor Abbott are always, are just like, this, clearly it's a mental health issue. It's not because of guns, even though the governor took $211 million out of mental health uh, funding from the state, like last month, I think. So he can go fuck himself. (laughs) Just... They're such fucking hypocrites. It's uh yeah, so they they immediately come out. They say, oh, we need more God in school because of this. Any everything but guns are the problem here, uh, and gun control, uh, like gun regulations. Everything but that. Uh, it's because of lack of Christianity. Uh, it's because of violent video games and movies. You know, every the old the same old things. Uh, and then. I think this happened on Wednesday, I believe. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday the the shooting happened last week. And then I think last Friday, so like two days after the shooting, the governor and Ted Cruz, they go and they go to an NRA convention and they're just bragging about how easy they made it so people could get guns, which is bad enough. And then Donald Trump gets on stage and starts reading the names of the kids one by one. Poorly mispronouncing them left and right, because God forbid, you even learn how to pronounce the names of the kids you're trying to take advantage of. Uh, and then after each name, they play this poor audio, this poor quality audio file of like a bell ringing. And then he ends his speech, and as he's walking off stage, they play a bunch of uh, play some music, and he's dancing on stage after reading the names of a bunch of children that were just gunned down, and he's there. Dancing on stage at an NRA convention. It is so fucking embarrassing to be an American. So fucking embarrassing to see this shit and people to be like, yeah, but I mean, my guns are more important than, you know, the lives of all these kids that keep getting killed all the time. Since that shooting, I think like four shootings have happened since last Thursday. It's it's fucking insane. I thought there was one in Tennessee, uh, shit where were the other ones I saw There's one today I'm pretty sure uh let's see here shooting uh New Orleans There's one dead two wounded at a high school that was three hours ago as of this recording uh obviously there was the Buffalo one that was before the school shooting here Shit, I don't know. There was a couple more though. Obviously the one in Tennessee, one in the high school there, uh, New Orleans. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. That they literally do, not even, they, it's not even that they do nothing. They do the opposite of nothing. They make it easier for this stuff to happen. And people eat this shit up. Some, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know I don't want to end on a Fucking depressing ass note like this On the podcast That's not a good way to go out uh, But we might have to I don't I didn't have anything else written down To to talk about Sorry uh, Do more than thoughts and prayers Because that does fucking nothing It does less than nothing I hope everyone has a A good week Sorry to end on a sad note It's kind of where we're at today uh, it's been episode 124 of the Digest Productions podcast. Maybe I'll be streaming Saturday. I don't know. But thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a great week. Bye.